mercies and his love upon your life. Child of God, it's not because you are smart, it's not because you are better than others. The Lord has kept you to this man with his mercy. Out of yours, that is the temple of God. Appreciate him. Hey Lord, thank you. You saved me. You blessed me. I don't deserve it. Even obedient to you, but it's still blessing. I give you all the glory. Lord, I desire to know you more. I desire to please you. Jesus, give me your grace now. Do something with my life. Ask the Lord to do something with your life.
you shall become to him. Your journey of Christianity shall become to him a kingdom of priests huh? and a holy nation. Three things are not very important this morning is that we shall come what? Kingdom of priests. One, two, holy nation. Number one is what? Can you hear you? Boy, this way, come here. I want to go. 
resist the enemy. He is conquer and destroy. So he cannot deal with a proud person. When his voice comes upon you, the first thing you need to do is to tell you. Is to tell you. Is to tell you. And his voice committed values. His voice committed what? Values. You will hear his voice to shape you. You become mild. You become gentle. You become meek, submissive to God. You become a lamb of a goat. Have you seen goats before? Follow the shepherd? Hello? I say hello? Have you seen five, six goats following one man? Goats in the past say, hello. Have you ever seen? Why are you laughing now? That man just said, I will separate the sheep from the goats. You rule goats by what? With rope. Even there, you can tell a goat for 1,000 years. And today, tell a goat, come, come, come. The goat will leave you. Because by nature, goats are rebellious. But sheep, sheep will follow. Sheep will follow. That's why he used the word sheep to classify his own people. I know my I know my own. I'm a good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep is close to me. He said, I know my goat and my goat will be. No goat for this. No goat for this. That's why the one of goats, they, they kill them fast. When a, a man who a sheep, if you are killing a sheep when he's not trying, because they have an intimate relationship. And this is a family man. Who is crying when people are asking their, their cow is stuck and are dying? They don't like to sleep, they feel something. They will, be, they, will, they will be free, they will freeze. Because they have intimate relationship with their animal. Their animal obeys them and they love their animal. No good. No good. Obey my voice and keep my covenant. That is the beginning of the foundation. That will journey into kingdom of priests and a holy nation. God wants to hear his voice. There are three ways you need to hear the voice of God as you journey with the Lord. The three fundamental ways. Number one is through his spoken word, the Bible. So that people, if you can't hear God with his ear, you should be able to hear the voice of scriptures. Even Jesus himself honored the voice of God captured in scripture. When he was speaking to the devil, what did he say? Huh? The first word he spoke to the devil, what did he say? It is what written. So he himself understood that the voice of God captured for the manifestation of God is in the Bible. So listening to the teachings, and instructions of scripture, shape your life by scripture, you are only listening to the voice of God. Jesus himself called the living word of God, the word of God. The second one is to listen to the voice of your conscience. God speaks to you by your conscience. God speaks to you by the voice of your conscience. 
when you begin to learn to listen to that small, still voice that tells you no or yes, and you don't listen to it, then you are disobeying it. One thing that pride does is that pride makes you to suppress the voice of conscience. You refuse to listen to that voice because you feel that you will be weakening for the history. A call you hear the voice of God is through the teaching of going to the church, the magisterium. Jesus said, Whoever listens to you, you are talking to the apostles. Whoever listens to you, listens to me. That's why the church is a prophetic voice of God on earth. Anytime the Pope sits down to say something from his seat as the Pope, the whole world is capturing to intact what he's saying. Because the church prophetically is the voice of God. And many times when God speaks his voice to us, it is against our personal interest, it's against our personal culture, it's against the will we raised. But he said, for you to be my own possession, you must align yourself to my word. You must subject yourself under the lordship of my word. If my word alone rule you, I can't make you my own possession. You can't belong to this class of people I want. And on top of that, too, you can never, you know, be raised to becoming a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. That is why, child of God, your personal Christian life must be shaped. You must deliberately, consciously, with decisive decision, decide the destination of your Christian life. Don't live a free range Christian life. What is the covenant we talk about here? The covenant of his body and blood, which has given to the church. So you must hear the voice of God. You must keep his covenant. You must keep the covenant of his body and blood. You must become an ardent lover of the gift of Jesus to humanity. Your passion, the greatest passion that should rule your soul, is not passion for money, not passion for material things, not passion for fame, not passion for the things of this world. Your greatest passion should be what? The body and blood of Jesus. That's why the Catholic Church still opposes the body and blood of Jesus as above every other mystery in the church. And if you say a Catholic and this is not your number one passion, express your man in your mind. That is why if you become an other Catholic who needs to grow, your desire for the Holy Communion every day is an increasing measure. And as you grow in that passion, there will become an interaction between you and the Holy Eucharist. God himself gives you life. You see, you don't eat my flesh and be my God. You have no life in you. It's based on this nutrient that we can now be in the journey of being raised as kings and priests to serve our God and to reign on earth. According to Revelation chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. So in the book of Revelation, this same word was used again. Jesus speaking to John, to the churches in Laodicea, in Asia. He said that Jesus, the one who has cleansed us from our sins by his blood. That's the first one. His death on the cross. The first thing he gives to you is to cleanse you from your sins. 
In other words, sin has no legal power over your soul again. If you repent, you'll be cleansed. But if you refuse to repent, your sins will bring your life. Then man says, after it has cleansed us from our sins, because we've accepted Jesus as the Lord of our life, it makes us what? Priests and kings to serve our God. So the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary did not only cleanse you from sin as a Christian, it only made you a priest and a king to serve God. And he concludes that matter by saying, and you, say you, say me, say you, shall reign well on earth. That means there's something special about us that gives us ascendancy in the journey of life. And just as he said here, you shall be my own possession and among all peoples. There's something that God will rub on you as a mark of ownership that this one is my own. And so what happens to others should not happen to you. So this is a covenant of exemption to life. Those who belong to God, there's something about their life. There's something unique about their life. You have to learn to recognize this and work in that mentality. Don't think you are the same with other people. That's why you don't talk the way they talk. You don't live your life like the way they live their life. You don't allow the world culture to rub on you. Your values as a covenant of God is different from your own values. They can steal, they can rot in all kinds of decadence of morality, they can do all kinds of things. You are exempted. You are God's own possession. Keep your identity. Tell them keep your identity. Keep your identity. Keep your identity. If you destroy it, tell them if you destroy it, God is destroyed. It's a serious matter because many Christians have lost their identity. So you must keep his voice and keep his hope. He gave you his own body. And as you partake of his own body, it's no mere of body that he's living. It is somebody living in your own body. That's what I call the body of Christ. We are members of his body. Paul will say, we're members of his body, we're members of his bones, we're members of his uh, flesh. Three words. We're members of his body, we're members of his bones, we're members of his flesh. So physically, we are individuals, but genetically, we are the members of the body of Christ. Whoever is touching you is touching the apple of God's eyes. I believe this so many years ago. That has shaped my life.
And as you listen to his voice and do what he asks you to do, he, can, he will now invest his own place upon you because you are obedient. Jesus Christ is just obedient in unto no death. You will hear to yourself and you will say, My father is with me. I am in the father. The father is in me. You know why? Because as you obey God, the Spirit comes and covers upon you. You will not see it. But it's that glory and the power of life. Even the devil sees it. He's that this one. An obedient child of God, he hears the voice of God. That one makes a difference. Not how you dance in church. Not how you carry your face in church. I want to be made God's own possession. I want his mark upon me. The world is too terrible. Go out there, see what is happening every day. And you are endangering yourself, live as you like. You are joking. You are arguing with God. He will tell you, come back and say, no. Please give you room. Please give you time to come under his government. Look at the gospel. The Bible says he saw the crowd and they were looking what? Harassed. It's not because they were harassed physically. Spiritually, they were torn apart. They were, they were torn to pieces by the demands of life. And he says, please, pray, pray the Lord to send the wrath to you. To pray to bring this book under God's government. For the harvest is what plentiful, for the laborers are those who can convince men to come under God's rule. I said when I read this many years ago, it was part of the things that God put in me as a young boy that I pursued. And then chasing God as as long as I was then, 14, 15 years old. Do you hear me now? Me, so I started chasing God when I was almost 12 years old. Are you chasing God now? Or are you chasing the moon? You go out there. You watch one of those. 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 Let go to chase God. And that's why God let my heart. And I'm going to get some of the attack. God put in my heart. This is my son. This is
Is she joking yet? Praise the Lord. Amen. Is she joking? No. She's writing to say, this is writing, is what she's hearing and writing. As age of six, she knew this. Just imagine when she's going to. Some of you cannot write. All I'm saying is not going to you because the Lord is not for you. So even though you hear what you can write, you can't do it. I don't know. You. God is already claiming him as his own possession. Even this one I make sure that he's always decided. He's right to be stopping. You think he's not hearing? Nah, don't worry. Ten years from now, you will see them. What are you talking? We are training them in a voice, we are training them in a covenant. We just finish a teaching on the glory of the mass. If they start now, they teach, they will tell about mass. You don't know it. You don't know it. You we go to church for 30 years. If I ask you the masses, divided into three, can you, uh, you know, uh, explain them? You look at them. But your children, they know it now. We are coming there for the future. They will conquer our world with righteousness. They will say, serve God and know God and excel in everything too. God will use them to shine the world that you can serve God and still make it. Because they hear the voice of God. Because they know the God. See them. Are you making noise? See them. They are all right, 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 right. They're one of the adults that have been doing for more than 17 years now. I've been teaching a lot of outside mass for more than 17 years now. God said, I put my word in your mouth. Go and set the house of God in As you speak, I will raise a nation. As you speak, I will raise a nation. As you speak, I will raise a people. I've been doing that for 17 years. If I tell the amount of people who God has blessed, who God I teach outside mass, for what I call, call it here is that uh, I might have a class and uh, advanced African people. Never places to have other name for it. When I was the leader in those days, it's called the effulgence of his glory. Do you know the amount of people who God has said and blessed, who have risen, who have come to know God? And I will be inviting you. Come and do your faith. I'll invite you. You're too busy. Some of those of people are here, you know, two or seven. You see priests, you see red sisters coming to spend time. People are coming to take what you have. And you know, you are too busy. Me, I've decided to renounce my possession. It will cost you something. Amen? Amen. It will cost you something to renounce my possession. You cannot be that kind of free, free, racist, and unfit without God. No! You will be bound. You must be brought, be brought into the sheepfold. Hmm? The sheepfold is the fence. They bring you there. They come to say, enter, you enter. If you don't enter, you are a thief. Look at the way he counted as the apostles today. I think it was one more people. You cannot say the twelve and the other seven. He said, No, I need to count them because this is the one command I'm sure of. He says, And when Jesus saw the crowd, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless. They were helpless. Like sheep without a shepherd. And he says to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Now, I was asking Jesus, I said, This one, there are not people repented. They are only following you, and you are calling them sheep. Are they not goats? He said, No. 
the fact that they left all they were doing and chased me to the bush looking for me is a sign that they are hungry for something. Even they have a, have a passion to hear the voice of God. Even though they have been harassed and helpless. Child of God, what are you hearing? What are you pursuing? He made a prayer for them. After that, he called a to him and then gave the authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. And the nails of the twelve apostles are these. So that came. Listen up. Listen up. Are you listening? Say hello. Hello. Say hello. Now listen. Because I'm sure if you know this and it's wrong, there's a mistake here. He called and talked to him, and after giving the authority, he says, The name of the first apostle are what? Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, and James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Apeus, and Tedeus, and Simon, the Canaanite, and Vincent, Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Which part of the 
Zoe he was unique. Then one day God told him, Jeremiah, he said, yes, sir. He said, because the world is in you, he said, I've raised you. Eh? A, 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 a big pillar, an iron bronze. Whatever hits you, get shut up. Whatever you hit, get destroyed. For the man, for the beginning, to so hold in Zechariah chapter 2, verse 2, he says, Oh God, you spoke your word, and your spirit entered me. He heard the voice of God. But what blessed him was not the voice. What blessed him was that there was the spirit that entered into him. And he said, And your spirit took me to my feet. Jesus said, The words are spoken to you, they are what? They are spirits. When you hear the voice of God, spirits enter you. You don't possess by the strange spirit of God. Shall we believe, amen? Yeah. I don't be possessed by all these other spirits of God. All these people are not everywhere. All these people are going to be there. All these people are going to be all these people are going to be there. They pollute your life. They use your country. All these beauty spirits, unbelief spirits, immoral spirits, they possess people. They come and show your business. Spirit of depression. Spirit of sorrow. Spirit of infirmity. Sickness. They are all spirits. They defy your body. They are anti-life forces. They shatter your dreams. They attack your destiny. If your mind is not occupied by the state spirit of God, you start to come for business. And they will use you to become their meeting. That was the time you said, I don't know what came over me. Yes, something came over you. I don't know if possessed by the spirit. I don't want any spirit outside the spirit of God to live in me. That's why me and Jesus are excited. Our children, not to have them. They will possess the true spirit of God. Yeah. They are looking small now. God will need them for them. The people will be different. Even you parents who came back to them will not do not understand them. We shall have the peace of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We shall dominate. We shall rule our world. Our life is not on guesswork. Every step we take is when other might come. We know where we shall be tomorrow. No circumstance can bring it down. Government is not hope. Government is down. God is with us. Shall we believe Amen. Amen. Don't allow the external systems to come and invade your internal system. You are in the world, you are not of the world. There's something about us that God needs to bless us, even in this of obscurity. He said, they put in the casting down. What we say? Oh, they say casting down. Okay. Okay. Now it says? The what? There's a living force that each and every one of us have by God. Check well. The time you complain or the time you make to protect your life. For those times you tell them to look at what we are doing, we are going to be that we will be able to support you. So we thank God for His support. We thank God for reminding us that we must consistently persevere to serve God with God every day. We must continue to wax strong in the covenant of the body and blood of Jesus. No amount of business will deter us from this covenant. As we grow in it, Wow, our soul waxed strong and grows strong. And John said, I wish 
that you prosper in everything you do, even as what? Your soul prospers. Your soul prospers by God's voice. Your soul prospers by what? The precious body and blood of Jesus. It will reflect your career, to reflect your marriage, to reflect in your children. It will reflect in your world. What are too loaded to go down? Why are internally loaded? Why externally down? People of God, we are blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The of God is in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Walk in this thy might and shame the devil. Give praise to the Lord. Let your life be relevant to God from today. I decree and declare by the power of the Holy Spirit that whatever is hindering you from being available to this greatness of God in your life, will be fiery. Your righteousness will be unblemished with the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May your seed be rekindled again. Go back home with a new mentality. Go back home with a new energy. Diffuse that energy of wickedness in your family. Diffuse that energy of division. Everything that you know that you of God as you are here right now. Tap into that energy, go back home and change the course of your story in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is with you. Just appreciate the Lord for the ministration of His word to us right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Our excellent is your name. Our excellent is your name. Our excellent is your name. 